This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. From the Bay to LA and beyond, it's Mr. Anderson on a Reflection Sunday morning. Um, of course, it's always a beautiful morning. The birds have come back. Um, somebody got the bread. Don't know who got the bread, but uh, it was a full table of bread there last night. So I'm thinking either the possums or the... Uh, I know the squirrels don't really come out at night, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody got to it. All right, so reflection Sundays. I was having some uh, some thoughts about, um, you know, where a lot of my disciplinaries, uh, my my disciplinary actions, or what am I look, trying to say? Um, you know, um, when it comes to my work ethic. Um, I think that was instilled in me very, you know, very early, you know, in life. And the fact that I come, one of the biggest uh, things about me that I don't even think my closest friends know is that I come from a military background. My father was in the army. My, his father was in the service. Um, I believe my another, and then all my brother, like my oldest brother, he was, he's, he was in the army for, I don't know, the past three, four decades, you know, uh, re- retired, like, I believe it was 2015. Um, and then all his children went to the army and, and so, you know, and I have friends who are, uh, officers, you know, of the law, um, who are, you know, um, in the Navy, Army, friends here, there, and everywhere. So I, I get <clears throat> the whole armed forces, and I, 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 I highly respect, I have so much respect for um, anyone that can um, put on a badge of honor and, and stand your ground and say, hey, I want to protect and serve, you know, and not everybody's a a jackass, you know, with a badge, uh, but you know, there's, there's a few in the, in the bunch. Um, it's a brotherhood, you know, it's a fraternity. It's a, it's a pack. And, um, that's a tough gig, yo. That's a, that's a really, really tough gig. Uh, the psychoanalytical, uh, science and, and research behind that has to be astounding. I, I can't go into it too deeply at times. I've, gone into the research for PTSD and and attention to deficit disorders and all this all these uh, um, issues that um, men and women um, attributed over time from being in the service to armed services you know this is this is serious stuff you know I, I hung out with a lot of veterans um, over the past uh, four years or so and I heard a lot of their stories, you know, a lot of them didn't do a whole lot of time, but, you know, a little time is just all you need, you know, and when you're forced to do something versus, you know, go to jail and that's a hell of an option, but, um, 
you know, I, I can't imagine what half these guys went through. So I do have some sympathy for them. But as far as me, um, it, it was interesting, uh, interesting time in my life. So uh, let me let me take you back on this on this on this Pat trip, <laughs> the Pat trip. Yeah. Um, uh, David and Aubrey, um, are my neighbors and, uh, doing the fire, you know, I, I was, I was, I was actually, I was cool. And, uh, Dave sent me an email to check in on me. And I was like, oh man, I appreciate that. And, um, he said, Aubrey, um, had made some, uh, really awesome tea, uh, that, you know, really helped. And I'm drinking it now and it's, it's so good. It's so good. Oh my God. It's, it's perfect. Exactly. Perfect. And it's, I know she, you know, being, being a chef culinary, you know, background, she knows what she's doing. So thank you, Arby, again. Um, um, yeah, neighbors being neighbors. So, um, let me take you on this Pat trip. Um, and I'm not going to go too far uh, or too deep. But <clears throat> so my father was in the army. Uh, I haven't seen my father in, uh, since I was like eight years old or something. Um, he said some things and just disappeared. But I'm really good with like his mother, my grandmother. <laughs> Okay, so he was in the army. Um, his brother was in the navy, I think, uh, and then his father was—I think he was in the navy. Anyway, uh, when my brother, my brother, we're like maybe five, ten years apart, and I've—I have quite a few brothers, but it's like my oldest brother, and. Um, he he was uh you know in his teens he you know he was started to hang out in the streets you know my mom's kind of and she was being real strict on him like yo you know you come home at this time and that time and then you know in working with him uh a bunch of his neighborhood buddies the you know the guys that just want to you know stay on point um they all joined ROTC and yeah. So it was, it was the, it was, I know there was three guys, uh, definitely, you know, of my brother's friends who actually joined cause they would have their uniforms on, you know, once a week. And, um, they, they did, they did it with pride. So, you know, uh, by the time, um, my brother was graduating, um, I was going into the ninth grade and he was, um, or I was coming out of the, no, let me see. I think I was coming out of, no, I was still, I think I was still in like in sixth grade or something. Cause I was going to junior high, I think after that. So I just remember this guy, <clears throat> I remember this guy on his graduation day, like, I don't know if. I don't think we could go to the graduation, but because um, it was just so many kids and whatever. So all the women and whoever else went because uh, there was 
just a whole neighborhood graduation. I just remember it. And this is the 70s. This is like uh, mid 70s. Um, going into the 80s, maybe like early 80, 81 or something like that. So my brother comes through. There's the birds. I forget what bird that is. I'm going to call him Grover. That's the Grover bird. Um, so <laughs> my, uh, yeah. So my, my brother, after his graduation, you know, everybody comes comes to the back to the apartments and um you know they getting like food ready and drinks and you know just getting down because i think there's multiple graduations so it was just parties like in all the apartments all in the uh in our on our block on the wire block just seemed like it and it was just that our, our apartments just seemed like everybody in the neighborhood just would always just be there i'm like it's just always people just everywhere anyway so yeah all the adults are drinking and whatnot and and then he comes through the door and everybody's like oh congratulations everybody's all happy and and cheerful he's like thank you thank you he's cheering laughing and laughing then he goes in the back and he comes back out with this big green duffel bag and uh he's like all right well i'll see you guys uh see you guys later and he was out and i was like what he's like oh yeah he took a few pictures and he's like oh yeah yeah i'm going straight into the army you know i'm going in as a i don't know third class sergeant general whatever high ranking that you do once you've done like four years of raw tc and and he was out didn't see this guy for about i don't know maybe like 20 30 years actually that's not true our grandparents passed away maybe I think he might have been in the army maybe like two years maybe a year uh, before um, our grandparents passed and we were all really close to our grandparents so um, I remember that part really that was, that was deep um, so so I'm, you know, I, I, I see, you know, everybody's honored by my brother being in the army and heck, he's still alive. And, you know, you know, there's wars going on and he had to, you know, come and come home for, you know, back to back funerals. It was, you know, it was, it was heavy on the family. So I figured, you know, oh, I'm the um, I guess I'm the man of the house now. And maybe I should, you know, what? What do I want to do? Maybe I should join the ROTC. Now, at that time, I was I would I'd been heavily into music. Um, I was in the drum corps. I was uh, uh, what they call a traffic uh, officer. Um, I was pretty active. I was pretty active. I was into my art. I was into um, uh, what they call a computer. It was the early computer classes. So. Um, I was selected a part of a group to um, uh, go to the Oakland Tech High School at the time. It was on Broadway to uh, see how computers work. It was a trip. So that's a whole nother story. Anyway, I get into the ROTC class and it's it's like the army. You know, it's like it's like stripes. It was exactly like stripes, you know. Uh, 
and you know you had to get dressed you know i did wear uniform had to be clean shoes had to be polished every thursday you had to wear uniform and um through the week <clears throat> we did you know training marching um you know we had manuals and blueprints and stuff we had to review and it was training it was training you for the army and um you know, I made a few friends in there that I was, you know, cats that, because I, w- I wasn't in the sports, but I would always, I had a lot of friends that played sports, so I was, you know, I was just kind of a loner type of guy, but there was a few cats that I connected with in ROTC, um, but uh, I remember, and this is the whole premise of this reflection story as I was thinking about it. Um, get some more tea. So I I remember having this because, you know, at this point it's, 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 it's pretty, um, the family is in turmoil right now, right? You know, my grandparents just passed. There's money issues. There's fight, fighting among sisters and it's just you know uh we're just trying to keep it together so i'm like yeah maybe i need some discipline in my life you know get into rotc so you know following the footsteps of my brother i'm i'm going through the manual one day and i see you know uh it's 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 showing you how to take apart a gun and put it back together again and then I'm I'm like okay this is interesting this is actually kind of cool um and then <laughs> there's like a picture of you know the the soldier with the gun with the knife on the end and he's he's chucking at this at this uh it's not a dummy he has one that's a dummy then he has one that's uh and it's a drawing so it's a like he's poking at this, at this human, you know, what, what appears to be another man or an Asian man, you know. And then the next one, they're showing how to, you know, kill a man or the enemy. They're not saying the man, but I think they're saying the enemy or the man. I, I forget. So I tell the sergeant, I said, hey, hey, I got, I got a question. He said, oh, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because he, they, I was, I was like top of the class I was good I was I was loving it I thought it was you know cadence I keep cadence I call um squads and I was I was good I was just soaking it up no big deal to me but when I got to the guns and violence part and the enemy I was like yo Sarge um I gotta ask you man um so who's the enemy and and Sarge is a you know his two brothers you know OG brothers with you know um, they don't have the afros but they got the buzz cuts you know they sharp too they sharp they sharp they like you know they they went they go from they go from you know they can be buddy buddy to just like yo <laughs> like eyes right I mean damn I can't even bring that memory back it was just so I mean once you're in you're in 
and it's hard to break from that. So, um, I asked the Sarge, I go, I go, who's the enemy, man? He said, oh, the enemy, anybody that's, you know, trying to, uh, you know, take over U.S. soil, you know, so a lot of people don't like us, you know, so we got to protect our people. I said, but okay, I get that. I, okay, I, I get that. I said, so, but it's another human being, right? He's like, yeah, you know, but, you know, there, you know, there's some, there's a lot of evil in the world. It's evil. There's people evil. You know, they want to, you know, human or not evil, they got to get taken down a peg or two. Taken down a peg or two. Now, I'm not. I said, look here, man. Um, and this was just around the time when things were getting a little. Maybe things had always been, but remember, I'm a, I'm a child living in Oakland, just observing the world around me. So, you know, the news isn't reporting violence all the time so and anyway so I wasn't good with the guns you know I was like you know I don't I don't really like guns and you know I don't I'm not really okay with this killing the enemy humans thing I said nobody has the right to take a life and he's like but you're a soldier. You soldier got to stand up. You got to stand up. And I says, man, I said, there's always a better way. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> and this is me as a as a as a kid. And he's looking at me. He was looking at me sideways, like, man, I don't know who's getting into your head, but you are in ROTC, and like I had no choice to, you know, like I had to stay. You know, I'm gonna stick it out. And I said, nah, I don't I don't think this is gonna work out for me, man. I didn't say that to him. I just um so I went to my counselor. I said, I said, yo, and she was cool. Um I said, look, I I can't I can't stick around with this ROTC class. It's it's not uh not what I you know, thought it was gonna be, and uh, and I'm good. I'm out of here. She said, "Well, unfortunately, <laughs> there is uh, there's no gym classes available. They're all full. Um, and uh, however, we're thinking about this new program where it kind of combines jazz and ballet, and you know, it's it's." This uh, teacher, Miss Kiyoki, I think her name is Miss Kiyoki, is like a little Filipino lady, and she's like, "Would you be interested in that? That you know, that that's coming up for the next semester. If you can just stick this out and hold hold up, you know, it's going to open up, and and we may try it again. This will be the first time." I was like, uh, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, sure," because the gym classes are all full, and. I definitely wasn't doing ROTC. I was like, whatever, cool. So I I, I went to the Sarge. And 
I had the uniform all pressed and cleaned and shoes and everything. And I came with it in the back. I said, all right, um, here you go, Sarge. He's like, what? What's what's going on? I said, oh, I'm 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 out of here. He's like, what? I said, yeah, I'm 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 done. I, I, I can't. I said, I'm not I'm not killing anybody, man. Um, I said, I'm against violence. You know, I've I think I've seen enough as it is. Um, whether it's been on TV <laughs> or. Or in real life, I said, um, I, I can't be a part of that, man. I'm, I'm cool. He's like, are you sure? He's like, you're like one of our best cadets, man. He's like, are you? Are you? I said, nah, I've, I've given this some thought, man. I'm, I feel good about this decision. He's like, well, shoot, man. He's like, I got I to gotta respect that. He said, well, you look, if you ever change your mind, man, just, you know, or you just want to sit down and talk, just... My office is always open, man. He's like, you, you, you're, you're a good kid, and uh, I, I'll never forget the conversation. It was, it was just, it was so cool. I saluted him, you know, and um, it was cool. And after that, like a lot of cats that was in the class, it was like, dude, you, you quit ROTC? I was like, yeah, man, I'm not, not in the guns, man. I said we. I, I don't think it. Uh, I don't think we can solve uh, you know the world's problems by killing each other. I said I just. That's where I'm standing with that. He's like, dang man, you just like man. We had a platoon going on, man. We had the ball about to come up. I said, well, enjoy yourself. <laughs> I said, enjoy yourself, man. Um, you know, we're. What do we know, man? Life is. What do we know about anything? And this is me. As a kid, as a child, as an observer in the world, just being conscious about um, the person I wanted to be perceived as in the world and and the responsibilities I feel I've had as a as a human being. Nothing to do with color, nothing to do with anything else. Just look, why is it so hard to understand that, you know? War has never been the answer. War is not the answer. Guns is not the answer. I mean, if if folks would just slow down to observe, and that's what's the best thing about this COVID thing and the lockdown, slow down to come up with better and well-thought-out solutions. They're there, but everybody's so quick to try to make a buck or try to be the first to do something. And, and, and I mean, I, I, you know, while I was in LA, I was, I'm sitting there and I would, you know, people like to talk. And I've said this before, especially in LA folks actually growing up, I just heard people just talking so much. It made me not want to talk. So I was, if, if folks wanted to believe I was shy, I played the shy role, but most of the time, I didn't have anything to say unless I really had something to say. So, um, I don't know where I was going on that, but I'm like, I'm like, you know, for all the talent that I'm surrounded by, you know, everybody's just always going into these different directions and trying to find, um, you know, business solutions 
if everybody just came together in a circle and just professionalized themselves up to their um, abilities and capacities, you know how many businesses you could crank out back to back? I mean, I know what's possible, but I was just always blown away that everybody always played this, I'm so busy or I'm too busy to connect. And you're just running and chasing another project only to burn, be burnt out and have enough time to party for like two hours with your friends and shit. And I'll oh, see you later and whatever. And it's like, really, is it really that serious? I mean, if you if you really stopped, if people really stopped and took you have everything you I mean, I was having this thought. This is what came about whole military thing and discipline and and entrepreneurism is that you know to to be a a 20 year old to be a a 15 year old to be a kid to be a child i'm not talking about adults here i'm just talking about you know from 2 to 22 and then we'll go further We are in the future. We are in the future that I never thought would ever, that I would ever be in. That's one. We are in a future of technology that was once in comic books that was published during the time I was growing up. Not repeat copies. These are the original comic books. We now are, I'm holding that technology in my hand, <laughs> transmitting a signal all across the globe via satellites and fiber optics and technologies that we only, that was only written into comic books less, less 50 years ago. Last 50 years ago. You don't have to drive a car if you don't want to. You don't have to work for someone if you do not want to. You do not have to go to a school educational system if you do not want to you do not have to do any of that you don't have to do anything that you don't want to but all that you want to do you can do it every bit of it anything that you can dream of you can create it with your own hands and your own brain your own heart you can create it from from thought to 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 real life that is in in less time it takes most people and i'm speaking from hands-on practical right now experience whenever i've heard People talk about what they haven't done or what they couldn't do. And, you know, I don't read or, you know, I'm, I don't like reading books. And I'm like, 
really sad to me because it, it shows that your imagination and your brain is just all over the place. You have no discipline. It, it, books aren't about, I mean, everybody read books for different reasons, but I like to read books because they're inspiring stories. And I mean, who? what better to be inspired by someone who takes the time to write their story into a book in the hopes that someone reads it and they're inspired by their story. A lot of times they're all the same, but it's a story. That's it. You t- it's like going to church. You take out of it what, what, what you need and you put the rest to the side. And we are all connected. So it doesn't make sense that, you know, you read these stories and you become inspired. Everybody, everybody, it trips me out when people talk about plagiarism. Plagiarism? Are you kidding me? We're all copying each other all the time. We're It's a mimicking show. We mimic everything. We mimic every freaking thing. We're just different. We're just different shades of the universe interconnected in our, uh, our, our cosmic suits. That's it. If you can fathom that thought, then you'll 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 probably make more connections and move forward on on projects because I'm at the point now. Here's here's where I'm at right now when it comes to socializing. And I hope some of my entrepreneurial spirited friends and relatives listen to this. I'm at the point where I don't really want to socialize or gather unless we are gathering to resolve a world's problem or a situation the aimless talking the 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 I'm a doer I'm such a doer I'm I'm going to put done on my forehead I'm going to tattoo it on my forehead done you know done was it done because I know how easily or, or all the things that's accessible. And this, oh man, this epiphany is coming from just in the past, like, couple of weeks. Anything that I, I think of, an, an idea, there's a portal of resources that when I do a search and based on the methods that I search, no one searches like I search. I know this for a fact because people would be able to find, you know, <laughs> the answers just as quick as I, but I've, I've been on the internet for, for about, for about 30 years. So and yeah, possibly longer. So I'm more equipped intellectually and technology wise. I, I, I get it. But this is my point. What used to be is not. And if 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 you just dig just a little, just if you ask the right questions and question them right and go and just feel 
those different resources, there's layers and layers of of really awesome information that you can use. And like like I said, even with this podcast, you know, I I don't expect people to listen to it. I don't expect people to listen to the whole podcast. I look as I've explained, this is therapy for me. This is therapy. It's therapeutic to vocalize um, my thoughts. And I'm interconnected to this vast universe. So my thoughts become your thoughts. Your thoughts become my thoughts. I mean, we share in the synergy of connectivity. That's all it is. So the more, the more I do these podcasts, the more I want to grow it, the more I'm fired up now to expand international, my international audience. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's my goal. You know, I, I, I know a lot of people in a lot of places around the world and, uh, we, we need to really stop reflect, observe, and, and become the, uh, trillion dollar businesses that we are beyond capable of building. We don't need to rely on corporations, crazy, uh, contracts, uh, none of that nonsense. You know, you get you a, a, a awesome legal team, <laughs> you get you an accountant, and you get your financial auditor and that's it. You're good and you're good to go. And, and your copyrights, you know, copyright everything, everything. And, um, and then you move forward. Other than that, talking is just the cheapest commodity on earth. Um, they said opinions are, but talking goes in with opinions so that's that's today's Sunday reflection <laughs> um, if it's your uh, first time or your last time I'm glad you um, took a little time out of your life to be inspired by uh, observations and thoughts on the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. The birds have returned. I'm told that they disappear when the hawk shows up. That's why they ditch and dodge. Now it makes sense. Because maybe looking around like you know, who, where, you know, where is that? Is he here? Is he here? And when I saw that hawk circling around, that's why they disappeared. They're like, oh, freeze. And according to some, uh, some observations of nature, um, there have been signs where I guess an earthquake is coming and the birds will just freeze up, totally freeze up. Or maybe they sense something about the earth. Um, and they'll just 
they're they're the they're our signal. I think they're angels, actually. I think I believe they're angels, and I believe they hear everything I'm saying all the time. Like seriously, seriously, seriously. We communicate, and that's that's cool. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, I hope you have a wonderful day, a beautiful life, and there's Mr. Squirrel. There's Mr. Squirrel. Yeah, beautiful life, and uh, you know, get some uh, get some nuts in your life, all right? No, no, real, real, real nuts. I mean, I mean, you, you know what I mean? Um, cranberries and nuts, you know, fruits and berries. Yeah.